we can get started. Um, we actually came up with a lot of stuff to talk about tonight. Um, we found something valuable in exocomps we're gonna, that we want to discuss. The only thing that's valuable. Uh, in case you, Our in case you don't know. Uh, nope. Nope. We'll, we'll, you'll find out. Research speed up? <laughs> I, I got to know now. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Spence is killing him. So in case you don't know, Dread changed their name. I know a lot of you know already. We're going to announce that. The Icarus Factor event that's going on right now. Um, Discord, why that's a really important part of an alliance and why. Uh, armadas. Uh, Cook, have we talked about armadas on this before? I think we've talked about that a couple of times. Uh, armadas like the never-ending story. It just keeps coming. I guess it should be more like the We've definitely touched on it a few times. It's yes. the it just keeps going and going. going. Uh, so some discussions on time management, efficiency, how to best go about, you know, getting events done. And it's been a year, Cook tells me, since Eve Echoes came out. And we lost a bunch of players and a lot of them came back. So we're going to talk about that experience. Me and Cook have stories with that. I don't think there's been a single player that hasn't come back. Yeah, I think <laughs> most of them have. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, everybody that told me they were leaving for Eve Echo is still playing. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what's so funny about it. Yeah, because well, they realize that Eve Echoes is not really a mobile game. No, no. definitely not. No, that and it sucks. Yeah, that too. So, well, uh, we, I think we covered that subject then. <laughs> <laughs> well done, everyone. Yes, yes, well done. Moving on. Yes, we're time. A year ago, there was all this talk about, hey, this great game's coming out. We're all pissed with SDFC and Scopely. Let's all go play that. And within, what, two months, everyone was like, nope, nope, nope. That's not a mobile game. I can't do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I kept one foot in it. Up until recently, and I've just been playing less and less, and now I haven't even logged into the game. Heck, when did we stop playing? Like November? We, the game we started playing around a year ago, towards the end of August, and we stopped playing around mid November. Yeah. Yeah, so I made it a few more months. Just a bit. Yeah, just yeah. a bit. Um, handy. Actually, let's wait 10 minutes till Sid gets here, and we can talk about all that fun jazz. Um, but, uh, Until that time, we can talk about the one good exocomp. Okay, yeah, so that Handy's not so upset. Um, actually, Handy, this is one that I think you've already used and enjoyed, which is the um, XP boost. I have not used it yet. You've not. Okay, well, I tested out the G, the four-star uh, uh, no, 500% experience boost today during, mm -hmm. when, I was hunt when I was using my Stella. And so is it literally five times the experience, or does it work out to something different? I, hitting 40 and 39 hostiles for about 40, let's say about, about 40 minutes, 
because uh, of warp times and me not paying a lot of attention to what I was doing. Um, I got about 10 levels done on my Stella. Nice. Has anybody actually tested it, though, on a regular ship with regular hostels? Uh, it I seems like everybody's using it for the Stella. I used it for my Burrell yesterday. And did you compare uh, not using it and using it? It was definitely giving me, I had 100% boost. So it was definitely, I don't know so the about exact double? numbers. Yeah, but it was, it seemed like it was double. I was hitting, I think they were level 39s and 40s in Fed Space. And I was able to level five levels in a little under an hour. Very nice. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I did with my Stella with the 100% one. I went from 35 to 40 in an hour. And yeah, I, was, I was, yeah, I was using my, uh, my disco so that way I wouldn't have the work times because you know how it's quite, it's a few minutes to get into deep enough, uh, eclipse space to get, you know, to get the good hostiles. So I was comparing the actual numbers on it and the 35s with PM goon give me about 3,400 XP with the boost and without the boost, it was 2320. So everybody knows, and everybody knows they have to be parked in their base before they activate their exocomp, right? Yes. Right. If they're paying oh, attention, they have to make when we send it to them. But once it's activated, you have that whole hour. Yeah. So two, two things here. One, uh, I can't seem to tell M to get up onto the stage. So if somebody could invite him to speak, he's got his hand up. And uh, two, I sent him an real invite. Quick. He just needs to hit the green button at the top. Okay, thank you. Uh, real quick, just so everybody uh, has heard this at least one time, what Handy's talking about when he says, have, have you actually experimented with it? Um, you've got to take your, you know, whatever ship you're leveling to the system that you're going to hit hostiles in and get yourself a raw number. That means no exo comp, whatever your regular XP crew is going to be. Uh, whether it's PMC, PMT, or PM Goon, like Drift said, and see what numbers it's actually giving you. Uh, and bear in mind that whenever a hostile drops a mega chest, whenever you get loot from that hostile, uh, at least in my observation, your XP is cut roughly in half whenever you get a loot chest dropped. So make sure you're watching uh, for what your your base pull in XP is going to be before you apply your exo comps. So take a couple of notes, a couple of screenshots, however is, is easiest for you, but get yourself a base number so you see what your regular XP crew is giving you, then return to your base, activate your exo comp, and just because scopely, put your ship out of your base and back into it, you know, like move to two seconds away from your base and go back in just to make sure that that bonus applied when you first re-entered your station, because that seems to be the trigger for a lot of these things then send it out and see what kind of XP difference you're getting with the exocomp active. And that will give you a much more accurate barometer of how much that exocomp is really actually assisting you. Good advice. Yeah. I, I got a few things with my jelly, but I was just doing armados. I don't know how much of a boost it was. 
Well, the the problem is if you don't if you don't establish your baseline and then go back with the uh, the exocomp active, and this really applies to any like if you just did a new research and you want to see how good it is, or you just got a uh, you know you're going out you're testing crews and you want to see how effective they are. Um, you know, it's it's really important to establish a baseline first because otherwise everything else is really subjective. You know, like I could say that I that I put ten levels on my Stella with it last night, but um, you know, if we have different levels of pike, if we have different crew combinations we're using or, or different things like that, we're hitting different levels of hostiles, uh, you know, that that information, while it's impressive, uh, it doesn't really tell the whole story. And and players need the whole story to be able to tell uh, how effective something really is. I mean, I'll, I'll be the first to admit I've been tricked by a number of things in this game just because I wasn't thorough when I was experimenting. Yep, truly. It could be different for someone else than it was for me. Because I was wondering if it was bugged and if I was getting bonuses on top of my bonuses. But I, I'm not sure of that. I don't think that's the case. I think it's because I'm not getting double of once I got my number with PM Goon at 2320 hitting the 35s, I was getting 3400 with the bonus and that's not quite double. So yeah, I'm that not sounds but, like it's adding right. it on the base there. It's like the uh the exocomp and goons bonus and Pike's bonus are all figuring in they're they're factoring in parallel, um, you know, not necessarily stacking on each other. That's that's what it sounds like you found there. Yeah. But yeah, I I found it pretty impressive. Like enough that I was burning up all of my my shrooms to do to do it faster. <laughs> I yeah. like to get a hold of what the one that Cook had because then I really grind some levels on the Stella with that. But well, that's where that I was, to my I next point. Oh. Don't do drugs. Why not? What? <laughs> that's questionable advice. Guys, it's from the Water Boy. Remember when Bobby Boucher is talking all that stuff, and then sorry, I I only I only get references to good movies. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, that's questionable, Cook. I'm sorry, buddy. Hey, it tell me everything either. I know about football. <laughs> oh my <laughs> goodness! Oh, I mean, right football here for the next couple of months, then. <laughs> oh, okay, guys. Okay. Hey, Sid. Although, for those that do follow football, I'm a Colts fan, and I'm not going to have a whole lot to talk about for the first eight weeks. So, Go Browns. The Browns. <laughs> Seriously? Oh, that's, that's a joke, right? You may as well be a Jets fan. You're so used to losing. Not sure. Is, uh, do like the, a the Browns at least have players worth watching. The, the Jets are... Uh, and I'm I'm pretty sure my high school team could beat them right now. Well, yes. For the last few years, the Browns are definitely doing way better than the uh, Jets. And they got my boy JOK, which is going to be a lot of fun to watch. But I'm gonna we're here for STFC, not NFL. <laughs> I have to say that was one great thing that we had in Eve. We had a lot of fun with the football games. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we'll be doing uh, voice chats while doing Ops and Eve and watching football. 
We did a fantasy league. Right, we can still do the fantasy league. I was through the food server. Anyone who wants to do a fantasy league, um, just for pride, no money, we're happy to do one together. Play for packs. What'd you say? (laughs) Play for packs. (laughs) Yeah, it sucks that you can't give each other stuff in-game. Because then you could give away like prizes that are like materials or resources like out of your own bank. You can give people resources in game. I suppose you have to buy a pack (laughs) or open your base up. Yeah, open your base up. Let them raid you. Exactly. Drop tags for for a night. I know. Actually, me for an hour. Whoever gets the highest. Amount of whatever you know for it, but that's kind of like a, a punishment reward, you know, because now they got to raid you, which sucks. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know. I um made a deal with Killsmo a few months ago when I really needed some titanium, and he had a lot. And I said, "Hey, let me get some titanium. Let me get a uh, hundred million titanium off of you, and I'll let you get a billion steel off of me." And he's like, "Sure, that's, okay. that's a good trade." Yeah, it's a great trade. I say, hey, this is a good trade. He's like, yeah, it's a great trade. I go and crack him, and I rate him, and in about five minutes, I had what I needed. And then I had to ask you, Handy, to crack me so that he could raid me. <laughs> after, after he got about, after about, what was it, an hour, hour and a half or so of raiding me, he got about 60 million off of me, and he's like, I'm tired. I can't keep doing this. I'm like, dude, you have a billion to go. <laughs> He's like, I'll do it another time. Did he still have Envoys at the time? That <laughs> was early. He had a Horizon. You know, I, I did quit. I actually quit raiding for a while after somebody quit and went to Eve. And he had, like, I don't know, like five or six billion steel. We had to raid him for like 12 hours. Oh. And I was just like, I'm done. I'm not doing I didn't raid for months after that. Was that, that just, uh, was that Hadrian? Yep, that was Hadrian. Yeah, and I miss that guy. You know what? Scopely needs to make an exocomp that's like five hundred percent to cargo size or some shit. Oh, yeah, oh, but then, awesome. yeah, it would. Can be you awesome imagine the lead and rate the carp would get but, if they had that exocomp? Yeah, but imagine being the victim there of you're gone for five minutes and you just lost. Five billion steel in five minutes. Yeah, yeah. that would. Yeah. Uh, well, then, then uh, the really the main one I want is um, rep. I would like a rep boost when I'm grinding. Oh please, yes, That'd absolutely. Nice. If they could like you- double or triple that if they had an exocomp like that, I would spend a hundred dollars on it in a heartbeat. Yeah, I, I, was, I would change my entire opinion of exocomps. Right. I was I was in the car last night heading home and I heard you say that on uh DJs. On DJs. Yeah. I was just like, Yes, we need that so bad. Yeah. And I feel how, like that's something they could easily add. How how are you on your reputation, by the way? Um, I'm about halfway through ROM and um Fed's maxed out. What about Klingon? Uh, just I have no idea. It's super low. Just uh, it's just like, you know, like locked at ten mil or something. Yeah, as it should be. Nobody cares what the Klingons think. 
Yeah. <laughs> Klingon Empire can suck it. That's right. It's all about the Romulans. Not that not the dogs is listening, but sorry, dogs, if you hear this, sorry, man. Like <laughs> hey, I think VR might be upset too because he's going for that Katinga. Yeah, I mean, but he's doing it grudgingly. He's only doing it because the rest of us are going Valdor. I love that Valdor, though. The Klingon ships are pretty good. Um, yeah, they're definitely a very close second behind Rom, and then Fed ships just suck. I mean, I, I, I guess the new the Newton's okay, but and and a like I'm super pissed that I maxed out Fed first. Like I could already have a Tribune right now, but I went Fed first, and now I'm stuck grinding out fucking Romulan. Hey, well, maybe this Enterprise DOB is so good, and you don't need that rep, and you'll be glad that you did. They need to fix that ship, though. They keep saying they're going to do it, and they haven't done it. They do you know the it. the Newton. The Newton seems to me like uh, just like the Intrepid. Like if you know you're going for a Tribune, why would you dump the mats and the parts and everything into the Newton if you know you've got a Tribune coming? Well, you uh, wouldn't. But it depends on how fast of a grinder you are. Like somebody like Inko will just sit there all day and grind. I just can't do that. It makes my eyes bleed. So for me, I mean, it might be, you know, a year before I get a Tribune. Like, I don't know. I just don't have much time for grinding, which is why I'd love an Exocomp for it. Yeah. No, I know the grind's getting, starting to get to me, and I'm almost at 300,000 for Romulan. I don't know where 300,000? A million, you mean? Uh, 300 million, sorry, yeah. That's better. That's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the bourbon. I topic. mean, I think I only have 160 mil or like something like that. Like my rep's pretty low on ROM. I just haven't spent any time on it at all. No, it's fine. It's nice to know there's something that I'm actually doing better than you on. Yeah, congratulations. <laughs> I'm not what best. I, 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 Three, 300 mils is pretty respectable. But there's not what? much research on that, is there? There's, no, there's tons. There's well, a correct. there's a pretty good pile of research if you do it right. There's a there's a there's, number of different researches that agree. Three different yeah, ones, I believe. There's three yeah, different but ones. Most I of it is you have to be using like a faction ship. So if you're using a that's just one, one of them, I think that's only one. Yeah, yeah. The away teams research that that they recently did. I don't think that one is faction ship dependent. That one should just be you get x percentage on that faction the the one in um what is it galaxy is the one that's faction ship dependent um but there should be like three three maybe four of them and only one of them i think is ship dependent right yeah they're quite expensive in the ones in the galaxy's chat if i or galaxy tree if i remember correctly everything on the galaxy tree is pretty expensive I've got my away team notoriety at 9 out of 10. So it's at 40% bonus right now. Mine's at 1 out of 10 on across the board. I, mean, I haven't done the rep in the away teams. Good the, uh, the other ones are pretty high up. You would have been maxed out already if you'd done that research. <laughs> Lazy. Sorry, I hadn't. I've been focusing on the officer research. I have rerouting shields 
uh, rerouting to shields maxed. I'm maxing hyperspray technology right now. And then I'll try and max tactical aggression. Do you get the uh, do you get the level five for those researches at forty? Yeah, but the hard part is those merits, those like epic. Um, oh yeah, words. yeah, yeah. Those I've done four of those, and I've only actually gotten the merits one time. Do not speak Are they just on the criticals. Yeah, they're only under critical, and if you speed it up even by five minutes, you lose it. Pisses me off. What? And the only time I've ever actually gotten it was the one I did not speed up. And this is something that I'm literally, it takes attack focus. So it's a three-day away team, and I've been putting uh, Gorkon, Kang, and like Khan on it to max the attack and max the, it's over 100%. You know, I'm sacrificing my three best attack officers for this. I've done it several times, and I've only gotten the critical once. Well, I, I know this isn't on the list for tonight, but I want to point something out that I've noticed in the away teams. Um, there is a point where if you're only focused on uh, the primary attribute for the away teams, there, there's a diminishing returns plateau where I've actually gotten consistently much better percentages by going, you know, I'm still focusing on, say, attack, but by making sure that I'm adding in officers that are a little bit more balanced instead of just going straight attack score, you can get better percentages by making sure that you're hitting, um, I want to say the percentage goes up on the secondary attributes, like every 1,000 points that goes into it. So if I can squeeze, say, 14k with five and five um instead of getting to 16k with two and two i get much better percentages that way so for the away teams maybe experiment with um a little bit more of a balanced crew i mean still attack heavy officers but instead of throwing like kang and chang and crast who are all like all attack and nothing else um i use a lot of like i'll throw crass uhura and um, uh, I'm drawing a blank, but you know somebody else who has a little bit more balanced stats. They're not quite as high in attack, but they've got a little bit more health and defense. And I find that when I do that, I actually hit much better reward tiers uh, than if I were to go just strictly attack and nothing else. All right, thanks. Yeah, the funny thing about away teams is I noticed that. I hit an awful lot of criticals and I seem to fail an awful lot of like 96% chance away teams too. Like, oh, I don't thank know you what for that, because I don't know what's wrong with people that are running away teams at less than a hundred percent, but um, you guys have all played this game for a long time. Do not run your away teams at less than a hundred percent. Just don't do it. Yeah. Just, you always lose, don't, don't you? It's it's. I don't know. I mean, I, honestly, I run a lot it's, of them at like eighty six percent, and sometimes I even get a critical. Wow. Yeah. Uh, sometimes I just can't get them up that high, even with like all three rare officers. You know, like, and I don't want to send my good officers out there. If if I can't get it to one hundred percent, I don't run it. Period. No, and I get that, but like I, these are ones that I'm just trying to get something done so I can get a daily done for the day. I don't really care if I win it or lose it. Although I'm yeah. only the only ones I run 
other ones for the for the uh, Axion keys, speed ups, and and any epic I'll run just to get the extra awards. Doesn't matter what it is. Yeah, I don't I, know. I'm, I don't I'm, care. I'm really particular. I, if you have the speed ups to get your officers back, then it's a little easier to 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 do that with. But it, I I guess well, I don't have the officers yet. That's why you want to make sure that you get get one done every day so that you can get those speed ups. But uh, yeah. honestly, I've only lost one away team assignment in the past month. Knock on hey, wood. Uh, only knocking on wood. Drift, what do they what do they give you for your daily um, in terms of speed up awards? Oh, it's only like I think eight hours or something like. Let me. Look. I, I I used mine today, so I, th- I, don't I know, know it. Here at thirty nine, they give us uh, you get twelve one hour speed ups. Um, and what I tend to do to make sure that I hit my daily each day is I wait until the was well, this is an Eastern time, so adjust for your time zone. But um, for anybody on Eastern, they roll over at eight o'clock a.m. and eight o'clock p.m. Yep. And when the 8 o'clock p.m. group comes through, I look and I find either something that has a 4, 8, or 12 hour. And I make sure that I throw that away team, I get it above 100%, and then I throw just enough speed speed ups at it to make sure that when I get up at, you know, 6 a.m. or whatever that I get up, um, you know, I, I have a finished away team mission sitting there for me every morning. Um, and that allows me to bank up speed up so that I can strike when there is like really good epics or really good rares that are sitting there. Uh, and it allows me to keep a good rhythm and start banking up those speed up. Now, full disclosure, I'm really super impatient. So I never no. have on that one. <laughs> but, you... uh, but I do at least have, I know, perish the thought, right? Um, but the, uh, I've always got at least enough speed ups there to make sure that I can hit that daily every day. Um, so that if I have, you know, I, I have my long away missions and stuff like that, but I like the five days and stuff like that. I tend not to run those to be totally honest with you. Um, and and for 30 and 39, my research tree is almost max. The only stuff that I haven't done in that tree at this point is, um, the mining defense and the, uh, uh, some of the cargo stuff, you know, my officers are done. My hostile bonuses are done. My, um, uh, advantage by zip type stuff is done. Um, I haven't done the rep stuff yet either. That's all sitting at one right now. That was kind of my lowest priority, but um, you know, but but hitting a rhythm at that overnight step where all you've got to do is send the officers out, and then by the time you get up in the morning and you're going to do whatever you do in the morning uh, when you first log in, I've I've got that speed up uh, enough to to make sure that I hit my daily every day. And that's it's 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 been a pretty good rhythm for me. Yeah, or just not clicking that check button too, that shiny green check button until your your events turn over too. That's that's a, always a good technique. It's a little tough for me. Running a four hour one, I'll run a four hour one just to get my daily if I'm running something longer. And I don't oh, want yes. to necessarily speed it up, or I don't have the speed ups, or Even it's a little it's bit too reward. long. Yeah, I just I always run the four hour, and it it's junky rewards, but at least it gets me my daily. Yeah, well, and just like anything else in this game, it you know it adds up. You know, every yeah. every little bit counts. So, 
Is it so? Kemsel is asking, has it been a year for Eve Echoes? And, yeah, just about. Yeah. You know. Hey Google, when did Eve Echoes come out on Google Play? <laughs> on the website, you know that thing does not answer you. The release will occur on August 13th, and this was published on the official Eve Echoes Twitter page. Do you want a little more context? No, thanks. No. August 13th, so a year and three days. Eve Echoes Almost came out. Exact. Remember how we all had it downloaded the early, and we were waiting? Shut up. Yeah. Yeah, See, and I, I played would... it for about 30 minutes and then said, nope. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even get 30 minutes. I was like 10 minutes into it, and I'm like, fuck this. I'm out. See ya. I gave it a good 30-minute try. I, I ran a three months. I ran a corporation and then turned it into an alliance that I was pretty much running the alliance yeah. of like five corporations. And Danny and I were playing doing ops until four in the morning, and then I was getting up for work at like seven thirty in the morning. Yeah, and that's when we were like, "I don't think I can keep doing this." Mm-hmm. And in my defense, I never would have gotten started if it wasn't for Tech Man. It's all Tech Man's fault. <laughs> Him that? and that little dog I was dealing with a grouchy player in game that was throwing a temper tantrum about how we didn't tell him anything about anything going on which is pertaining to exactly what I'm about to say. Which was tech, a lot of you should, can blame uh, him for 99% of the problems. You should tell yeah. him maybe he should check Discord. I was yeah, just going to say, so what you're really saying is he didn't log into Discord and then started asking questions. Oh, he, he looked at it, browsed through, and figured it was just for everybody else. <laughs> I swear to God. Swear to God, that's his words. And I'm like, it, somebody else like lost their fucking mind on him, and he just started it up again. So I yeah. called him out, and I I laid it out. That's why I was uh, a little quiet for a few minutes. Um, and I basically was like, look, there's a method to the madness. All of this shit was posted in Discord. All of this shit was spammed in Alliance chat. You didn't pay attention. That's not our fault. And he's like, I just won't fucking say anything anymore. I'm like, that's not helpful. Quit being a dick. Like, you need to like if you're going to do continue this avenue, you know where the door is. Don't make us push you out of it. Like I'm not even in dread and I got all the spams. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, know it's what so going interesting, on. and we we talked about this uh, very briefly when Cook was talking about, uh, you know, he asked us earlier tonight what, what we wanted to talk about uh, tonight here, and one of the first things that came to mind for me was was telling people to actually check Discord, or I think the words I used were, hey, take a minute to scroll up before you start asking questions that the last 52 players asked. Um, yeah. it's, it's amazing to me. It doesn't matter what server, it doesn't, it's not, it's not, you know, like, limited to one alliance you can look at the uh uh the server 34 roe council right and every time i look in that section it's three new faces asking the same questions that have been asked for the last two and a half three weeks it's like nobody wants to take the time to actually read what came before when they came in they just they just come in they see whatever the last blurb was and they go holy shit what the fuck is going on and it's like, guys, you know, could could you take five minutes to scroll up? Because it takes me three times that to re-explain all of this to you and give you the context. It'd be a lot easier for us all if if everybody would just invest a couple of minutes 
in reading the history before they got to this point, it'd be great. Well, when people ask that question now, I just say scroll up. Yeah, and then yeah, and then fair. when they and then when they have an argument or ask another question, I say scroll up again. <laughs> it's just like I just can't I, I, I can't spend the time on your stupidity, you know. Yep. Always when I come into an when I come into Alliance chat, I always go and check what's been going on. Not like hours up, but at least a little bit up. And I'm the first one to say I hate notifications. I don't like reading things. I will make Cook watch all the videos and stuff and then tell me what they're about. But <laughs> I Yeah, seriously I do. I, I just don't like it. But I will go and check like the at the very least the important channels you need to be checking. Absolutely. Like there's yeah, like, certain like channels annou- like announcements and stuff. Yeah. There's yeah. certain channels that you can ignore. Like we have our fun hub with um Make Me Hungry and the um Thirsty channel and like other ones like that and some of the crew deck channels. You can ignore those if you don't wanna read what's going on, but I mean come on. See, Pay attention be- to the important things. It's best to set it set the server for only at messages. And you're only going to get the important stuff, like the at dad, like the at your name or whatever. And then if you don't like Discord, you don't like all the little fun stuff we're doing, just set the server to be your at messages, and then you're going to get the important stuff. And we, and then and we, have, the, we have the category of pop priority <laughs> right there. Those are the only channels we need you guys to pay attention to for the most part. Everything you need to know is going to be in those channels. And before you ask, look up because the answer I guarantee is there. One hundred percent of the time. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, especially Dred's announcement channels. Like we lay it out in as much detail as we possibly can, and then we post it, and then tag everybody or dead Dread members or whoever it pertains to. So if you still have further questions, that's one thing. But if you're like, what's that for? Dude, please don't. Please. I don't have enough time in my day to answer all the dumb shit. Yeah. Right. But you know what? If you really need clarification, just ask cheap for it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> From Tech Man. Yes, Tech Man asked me to say that. <laughs> yeah, he, he likes getting bugged. You know what Crasham does when people complain to him about stuff or ask stupid questions? Oh, he I am Crasham complaining to me today. He sends a question mark in response. And then when they clarify, he sends another question mark. As somebody who spends... He says uh, nine uh, times out of ten, they just don't... They just don't... They don't... They don't continue the conversation. I, I spent about uh, I spent three months in MRFM, maybe two months uh, before they merged and became MCRN. And Crashum was the most amusing admiral I've ever played under in any game. I, I swear, dude. He no, no, no. You're <laughs> funny. You're funny, but 
he's amusing because that dude, I swear, <laughs> he just doesn't give a fuck, man. <laughs> he said, no, he really doesn't. He said, I mean, to me he one does, day, but he like, doesn't. Yeah, I, I, I really prefer to let people sort things out on their own without involving me. If I ever can, he's like, I get involved minimally, like only when I'm forced to, which I mean, on one hand I find beautiful. On the other hand, I was like, really, man. <laughs> yeah. It goes the same way though. Damn. Just, he's gotten, uh, involved, you know, gets involved in everything. So I guess well, he's got, you. got you and, and crash has, uh, has dogs. You know, dogs will. Dogs doesn't really things. get involved in much stuff either, though. I mean, he he probably has taken more of a role recently because we've asked them to. Because as an alliance, none got really frustrated with MCRM because we would come to him with issues and be like, "Take care of this, please," and then we would never hear back. <laughs> it's like, come on. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's that's true. None of them, none of them really seem to want to to step in and be the guy to say something. They they, no. they kind of operate with this hope that things will will, will resolve themselves. And... Right. Which to each their own, but it can be very disruptive. Well, I mean, I'll admit, in the time that I was there, it was. I mean, they were a pretty good alliance. You know, I had a lot of fun there, but um, but yeah, it was a very different leadership style than what what I prefer i guess i should say sure so speaking of leadership andy sid do you guys want to hear your shared news yeah um dread has now our sister alliance and um, essentially what that means is our goals and whatever we try and do in the game we're going to support each other and Help each other out. Yep. Uh, Nona approached us. Oh, Handy and Twisted approached approached us a week ago-ish. And we hammered out some details and asked some questions, had a couple get-togethers. And then Dread talked about it internally, leadership-wise. Had some pretty good conversations. Um, we asked some more... They asked some more questions. I forwarded those questions on, got some more answers. And then when we felt comfortable, we presented it to the general members of Dread and laid out all the information we had and said, hey, here's a Q&A page. Ask your questions, rapid fire, whatever. We will answer them to the best of our ability. And that went on. We let that go for probably a solid day and then nobody had really any major concerns some interesting questions that we were able to resolve but otherwise we put it to a vote and we had a majority vote fairly quickly um so we felt comfortable as a leadership that with majority vote that we could accept the uh, proposal from nona so that we can move on, you know, quickly and not drag this out any longer than it needs to. So, um, so yeah, we, uh, we dread is now salt tag and we are Nona dread fleet Alliance name. So we made some changes, but internally we're going to be the same leadership. I'm still going to be around. So you still have to keep putting up with me. 
but and we're all we're all excited about the opportunity and uh looking forward to having a pretty good time and dread has a very good history of developing positive relations with other alliances when we work closely together so we're hoping the the trend continues and I think, you guys missed a, uh, I think you guys missed a big opportunity here. Um, you know, I said this to Inco uh, maybe a year, a year and a half ago that uh, that Nona should start a sister alliance or a feeder alliance or something and call them Lona, low sodium. Oh, God, um, don't get me started on that again. <laughs> I really feel like you guys missed the uh, missed the train on that one. Oh, we we suggested Lona, and he really uh, wanted Lona. I thought it was great, but I said, Lona, Lona, and Salt were the top two, and Salt beat out Lona, so we had to go with popular, popular vote. That's hey, pretty hey, awesome. Sometimes the popular vote is wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's not a democracy, it, y'all. It's fine because as. Dead is Brother Alliances with Dread. We decided to change our name to Pepper today. That's and an by interesting we, use of the word. Yeah, I said, <laughs> me. I said me. We actually suggested maybe doing Pepper for Dread. <laughs> <laughs> so we are Salt yeah. and Pepper, bring on the 90s. That's awesome. Oh, yeah, I think, no, I think somebody awesome. definitely should have had that song. Yeah. On the subject of name changes, uh, Cook and I were talking about a new name for the show. I like Fireside. All right. I, I, can, I, we, can we take a couple of minutes and talk about how everybody in my alliance is on my handle? Everybody in your alliance what? I'm looking at you, Cook. Yeah, please, <laughs> please do. It's been giving me a headache Every, all day. Everybody and their mother wants to take the lurking portion of my title and decide that they want to go ahead and bend it to their own purposes. So, okay, I just, so, I just want to know why, why there, why are there so many style thieves in this alliance? What's, what's going okay, on? So, for the record, first of all, because of you, I feel inclined to change my name frequently. It's all your fault. Secondly, um. I was literally lurking on Alliance Chat all day yesterday, leaving my phone open while I was cooking. And so I just felt it was very fitting yesterday to change my name to Lurking Cookie. Now, I can appreciate the second point there, um, but the first one I'm going to go ahead and call bullshit because before you and I had ever really even interacted and I was still in 13, I watched you change your name all the damn time. <laughs> You change change your name every five seconds. <laughs> yeah. I don't mind name changes as long as they like have like your name in it. You know, like you have you know hey, I'm or whatever, so we know who you are. Keeping cook in my name. I actually I actually told Chef that he if he can't change his name to something that I can't understand who it is. <laughs> So that's why his name always has chef in it now, because he used to change it to whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but I made him change it. We had a blast when we were in the Soul Alliance. Oh my God. With the that names. Was so much fun. No. 
Do you remember so, that day that we changed the name to Meow and yeah. we had so oh many actually quit the alliance over? Yes. <laughs> Slap him, quit the alliance, and join Tank because we changed the name of the alliance to Meow. That's hilarious. I don't even remember why we did that. <laughs> that we did it because you brought Cub into the alliance. Well, Kaylee brought Cub into the alliance. And to celebrate you oh. and having your litter in the alliance, Cub is Tiger's son. For, yeah, for those that don't know the background, uh, Salad Cub uh, is my, my oldest kid. And it was, it was total happenstance because he had just joined the game. And I had told him, I said, you know, play the game long enough to hit like level 20, level 24, and, uh, and I'll sort you out. I'll get you into the alliance. Well, he was like level 16, and Kaylee Winchester, one of our Commodores, came across him in, in a general chat and invited him to the Alliance, uh, found out he was 14, and he was in there for a little bit before anybody realized that that was actually my kid in, uh, in real life. And uh, Kaylee, for her part, was mortified when she found this out. Um, but it was, hilarious. It, was, it was a serendipity thing, man. You can't make this shit up. It was, it was amazing. Like he, he comes home from school one day and he's like, Hey dad, I'm in your Alliance. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I said, you're like, not 24 yet. What are you doing? <laughs> they'll just let anybody in, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. We're just picking up strays and shit, man. <laughs> so to celebrate. To celebrate a bunch of cats, and also remember we had, um, oh, we, we had, had um, we had that other cat name from yeah, Spot. I think and, I think that player is with uh, Die right now. Dy is with uh, Red Eye. Yeah, Spot. He never even said he left, but whatever. Yeah. Well, they, that, that person came to us on exchange too, right? They were somebody that came oh, in for IPS. I and uh, yeah, and, and then they wanted to stay because they liked me for some reason. I, I no, don't know he, he came from IMM while they were at war with MBD. Oh, that's right, that's right. He was uh, he was a refugee. Yeah, he was yeah. a refugee because he couldn't stand all of Kemsol's shenanigans. <laughs> Not that Kemsol was an audience or anything. Hmm. <laughs> this is almost as awkward as when uh, Mist called out Trojan earlier today. <laughs> uh, no, it's in one of the. Uh, I don't remember if it was in Dominion Command Chat or if uh, it was in. Chat. Is it Mission Chat? Okay, yeah. Um, uh, mistaken from uh, Phoenix made a comment about how. Um, who was it? Solid wasn't. Somebody wasn't. Uh, oh, KJ. KJ wasn't one to go rogue like, and then he listed like five or six players or something like that, and one of them was Trojan Magnum, and then Trojan Magnum went into mission chat and was like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> and keep keep my name off your lips. <laughs> okay, well, I'm not uh, saying Trojan doesn't have name. something of a sorted history in his earlier oh, days, yeah. but he nice. said, "Um, <laughs> yeah." <laughs> Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, I think I've so anyway, seen the story. Y'all get off my handle. He didn't say anything <laughs> after that. I got off of it. I just changed my name. Yeah, nobody said shit. I was really disappointed. Like, I don't throw popcorn memes very often, but it was it was a tempting moment. I I thought something was about to pop off. I like I both know. those guys. That would have been great. It yeah. would have been well, intriguing for sure. Tro Trojans under strict orders to lay low. 
for obvious reasons. Trojan did me a solid the other day. It was very nice of him, too. What's that? Did he blow up solid for you? <laughs> no pun intended. No, he was actually clearing um, heavies in Soul System so I could grind on the regulars. Nice. For like three hours. Uh-huh. Now, I, I, I do want to bring something up here, though, while we're, while we're talking about some of these characters. Um, you know, we've, we've talked about mental health on this show. We've, we've talked about mental health on this show and, uh, you know, kind of keeping the game a game uh, at different points. And because of um, everything that went on with Solid in the last couple of days, uh, me and Solid and, and a number of us here at Dead who came from 13, uh, Solid was in 13 for a solid, solid period of time. Uh, um, hey, how is he, so- by the way? I heard he was threatening to commit suicide and then yeah, I heard from him. Have we has anybody heard from him? Darius talked to him for a long time that night. Uh Darius and I were both working really hard to try and get a hold of him. And I, I guess Darius was successful. Um and it was a heavy enough conversation that Darius himself was kind of having a bit of a time. So you know he and I talked about a bit. Uh but okay. I don't know for sure if Solid is okay at this moment. Uh, I don't know if there has been any return contact since that night, but I do know, um, you know, Solid and I got kind of close uh, in our time at 13. You know, we kind of competed against each other, and he was, uh, you know, he was somebody that pushed me really hard uh, when he was when he was doing well. Um, and I want to kind of shine a light on, you know, the aftermath of things like that. You know, sometimes when people get in really low spots or they're going through a tough time or whatever, it's it's really easy for us in this game to get frustrated because a miner got blown up or because a base got raided or something like that. I mean, we've all seen this a, a million times at this point, but um, I just want to point out that at the at the end of the day, you know, everybody behind the handle is an actual real person who has struggles and 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 who is challenged by whatever they're challenged by in their life um and i just wanted to make a point to say that let's let's not be too quick to write people off or judge people because uh you know there's some demons you can't really help there's some things that you can't really control and and there's players like solid out there who you know when they're right they're they're really good people um you know my experience with solid has almost always been positive um you know he does have some I don't want to get too personal here, but he, he does have some definite challenges in his life. Uh, but when he's, when he's on point, when he's got his things in line, he's, he's a really great, decent guy. And, and I want to say to anybody who listens to this now or in the future, you know, when, when somebody's going and pulling dick moves, you know, hitting some miners, pulling some bases, doing whatever these guys do, uh, you know, don't be too quick to get really nasty with them. Um, you know, because it could just be somebody going through a tough time or somebody who's trying to, you know, to to slough off some negativity, you know, through a mobile app. Um, and they're not they're not trying to necessarily be personal about it. So um, right. you know, at the end of the day, we're all still people. We're all we're all human beings. And, you know, as it's much as we all like to act like things don't matter, um, you know, or act like things don't bother us. You know, let's it's still just a game, like Danny said there, um, you know, let's and let's treat it accordingly. You know, because they're like I said, there's still people behind these apps. There's there's still people behind these names. And we may have one persona in the game and 
whatever our reputation is 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 what it is but you know we're all we're all still humans with a life let's let's not lose sight of that because even the even the biggest assholes on this server are still people you know yeah, chef right. has a place in nona you know darth velius has a place in rasu uh you know and Sala's bounced around between a number of different alliances he's been everywhere at this point so uh let's let's just not forget we're people well said yeah, I, I like that. I, I really like that point. Whenever I see somebody in the game doing something that's out of the norm, my fir- usually my first reaction is, hey, man, what's going on? You all right? Because nine times out of ten, if somebody's being honest with me, they'll tell me, no, man, you know, I'm just going through a tough time or this happened or that happened. And very rarely is it something game related. It's usually something in their real life. So that's why, like, and internally in our alliance, whenever somebody's doing something out of the norm, like all of a sudden they're not doing events or all of a sudden they're, you know, whatever, they're being more aggressive than they normally are. Just anything out of the norm, it's usually something in real life that's causing them to act differently. So what's Twisted's excuse? Twisted's just always an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> no, Twist Twisted's an amazing dude. He's awesome. But I just had to make a joke there. But he definitely doesn't take any crap from anybody and he gets extremely defensive and uh basically he's a hostile. <laughs> yeah, he's he's, a, he's, he's a the guy you want on your team. Definitely yeah. not on the opposite. Definitely the guy you want on your team. Mm-hmm. He's a great example of uh, how like your personal interactions color your perspective because that dude has always been cool as hell to me. Like I, I see where other people have a problem with him, but he's never been anything but nice with me. And he can uh, kick he, my ass ninety five percent of that time, he, so it's not he, like it was a uh, you know. He gives he what he nice. receives. He will be nice completely to you unless you do him wrong. My first interaction with him, I did him wrong. It took a year, but we got through that. By the yeah, way, I can't join you. That was awesome. Oh, that's fine, and I can say that because I am too. Yeah. By the way, Handy, I can't join the Nona server unless I've been removed from that ban that Twisted put on me. What? What ban? Twisted, yeah. ban- Twisted banned me from the Nona server. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Multiple times, wasn't it? Oh uh, no, he kicked me from the server multiple times, but I kept getting back on through a link that I had. But then he banned me from it. I haven't tried since he banned me. So inquiring minds want to know, did you deserve it multiple times? Well, I did go into the Nona server to troll him a few times. (laughs) Just because he kept kicking me. (laughs) They've had a very colorful relationship. It's funny. (laughs) That's turned into a friendship. Yeah. He actually... It was funny too. He called me up when I was in the bol- in the polling station to threaten me about the whole zap thing when I went to go vote last year. <laughs> oh, that's funny. And then he's like, "I'm like, dude, I'm in a voting booth. Why are you calling me?" He's like, "Get zap under control." I'm like, "He's not in my alliance, and you know there's no controlling him." He's like, "Yeah, well, I'm we're gonna hunt dead unless you control him." I don't like, know why he says shit like that. That's why I tell. Twisted is not allowed to speak to people. <laughs> <laughs> he knows this. 
and then he's, not allowed, said, he's not allowed to communicate outside the alliance anymore. Yeah. <laughs> he's fired. He's so fired. He, so then I tell him, dude, I'll talk to you later. I have to go finish voting. He's like, vote to make sure America's great. Like, <laughs> I'll vote however I want to vote. Kiss my ass. Also, did did you make an cook? Did you make an announcement on Discord about the uh, the TC agreement that went through? I made an announcement, but I didn't exactly didn't. make a. Uh, yeah, I just told him don't hit anyone in TC. So, but do you think anybody read it? No. <laughs> <laughs> everyone read it. I should say not anyone, but uh, did everyone read it? Probably not. I I can't help if people don't read things. <laughs> Remember, reading is fundamental. So yeah, so so I guess you know we can just say it here that you know nobody in TC gets hit for ISO that that we can mine. Yes, so, we, have, so we can mine. And even when you do, even if you don't have access. Um, you should ask people. Ask like, just be it, respectful yeah. about it, and you'll trust me. You'll get a lot further. Like if you just be nice about it and ask people, they'll just let you come in and take what you need. But you know, there's two ways of dealing with stuff. There's the hostile way, and then there's the friendly way. Pick the friendly way. You'll make more friends. <laughs> yeah. As soon as we got out of our second territory. The other day, I was giving away on uh, Friday, I guess it was. I was giving away ISO 3 to someone in EQ. I think I gave him like 2 million ISO 3. Yeah, nice. that'll, that'll get him through for a few days. <laughs> well, it's, it's like hardly worth it. I mined a whole bunch of it as soon as we got it. Well, it's you know, only twenty five percent of what you can actually get a day. It just yeah, it doesn't, it's not much. It's like not that important. You get the refine, and it's like what? That's all that mining for for like this little tiny bit of emulsion. It's it's not really worth it. It's not worth like worrying about. I mean, if you have it, you have it, sure. But yeah, it's just kind of, I'd rather do like the four chest pulls of the ISO one and just mine more of that because you're going to get more return from it. True. Yeah, absolutely. At the moment, but, we don't have ISO one. But anyway, do you want to, we can move on to um, Armadas, the ever ending subject. Uh, before so, we get um, on to Armadas, let's talk about the Icarus factor and helping your alliance out. Last week we discussed that. Last week we discussed the um, Icarus factor and how a lot of alliances did not complete all their milestones, partly because the building day was too hard for many people to deal with, to to complete. Let me check and say, um, we are back to another Icarus factor. This is actually going to be a four-day event today. Uh, started off with a Eclipse and Eclipse Armada event. Tomorrow is going to be a research SMS event. By the time you're listening to this, if you're not listening to it right now, uh, live, um, it'll be Wednesday, which will be a uh, Borg probe SMS and SLB. 
which I'm not sure what they're going to do for the people that are 25 and below who haven't unlocked the Vidar. Um, that's going to be a tough one for them to complete. The swarms I'm one sure they'll do something. Yeah, maybe they'll do swarms again. Uh, they haven't said. But, um, and then because of all the complaints last week of having that fourth day with no event, God forbid, um, they did a fourth SMS, which is a mystery SMS. We do not know what it is unless they mentioned it last night on DJ's podcast and I did not hear that part. Um, but at the moment, it's a mystery SMS and it'll be on Thursday. And on Thursday, I believe, let me double check the calendar here. That is the. Right, it's you know, the president. It is Thursday. Yep. So, so I don't know if I'm. going to be another face the enemy, another armada hunt, uh, and ticketed events. So you're gonna have face the enemy, armada hunt, ticketed events, plus a fourth day of Icarus that we don't know what it is yet. So because of people's complaining, we're gonna have four events plus the BP event that we don't know. You know, so, yay, fun time. Thanks for complaining, people. Hopefully so we can we, actually finish this, though, this time. And get, and get that Worf avatar, which is better than the officer. Yeah. Because we all want that. Is it, though? I mean, I'm asking hand, handedly, has anyone actually tried out Worf? Is he better? Does he work well? You know, what's the deal? Good question. Personally, I think we might be surprised a bit, only because Beverly, being a rare officer as well, is surprisingly good. In fact, some would argue that she is the best of the new officers. Well, I I can tell you right now that his main, his captain ability, or captain maneuver... Is trash. uh, Yeah. So he's only good on the side. Yeah. And the, the mitigation, I mean, non-player targets, so now you can't use it for PvP stuff, which I think is kind of lame. Um, 20% mitigation. I mean... So it's going to take know. quite a few promotions before you're going to see anything from him. True. Is my guess. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, the, the, I mean, I was kind of looking at it today saying, honestly, Picard and Beverly should have been the two epic cards. All the others could have been rares because they're pretty much kind of inside, cohesive with each other. And then you make uh, Wesley and, say, Barkley uncommons. And you actually would have balanced this out versus it being three rares and how many epics and then no uncommons. I mean, that was the other thing that's kind of ridiculous. It makes it kind of tough, tough to get them because of the amount of, sh- amount of shards you need and the rarity of the drops and everything. Especially if you... Um, Look at the the store that they're running right now, the TNG recruit store. 
And that thing only gives you what? Three, four shards. You get three shards and two and two speed ups for the away teams. Yeah, that's and then the minor ones they only give you two. And if I was spending money on this arc, I would not put money onto buying those TNG tokens for that because that's bullshit. No, especially if you don't look ahead of time and you go and buy a pack and then then you go to do the polls and it's kind of like, I mean, getting those speed ups is kind of nice. But yeah, it's kind of a, you know, shit stick. Yep. Mm-hmm. The, they need to do something with officers because it's freaking ridiculous. It is. And it's way too many epics. Not only that, I mean, just like, just for the first level, like 200, 180, like, come on. Yeah. Like, it's, you know, like, really? It's stupid. Uh, I was looking at how many hundred dollar packs is that? You know, and then it's just a chance, too, you know, it's a. They just well, they re- Scopely really loves officers apparently, and they're just extremely valuable in Scopely. So, well, yeah, I mean they have a Riker unlock pack right now, and it's four hundred dollars, a hundred dollars for twenty five shards. My God, is, is a introduction to an officer worth a worth four hundred dollars? Of course not. No, absolutely but, not. Apparently, it must be to somebody because. Now, they keep coming out with new ones. Now, here, here's a question for you. And this is mainly for Handy, who probably would, you know, spend the money. But if it was $400 to max Riker. Oh, yeah, I'd do it. Absolutely, in a heartbeat. Yeah. That, but they, there was certain packs that... That's, that's a, a ton a of shards that you would need to max out an officer. I mean, that would be a really good deal. But... Yeah, but I mean, the thing, the big problem... As it is right now, you would have to spend, what, five grand a maxim or something? And they'd only let you, and they'd only give you a max of four shards to, uh, four chests to unlock him, too. They wouldn't even let you buy enough to unlock him, even though it would be five grand. You know, the best chance you would have of maxing an officer would be if you literally came in number one or sorry the closest you'd be able to do would be to come in number one in all of the auctions that they would be doing plus buy the 400 dollar pack and again you're talking like easily five grand with the amount that you'd have to spend just to be number one in so many of those i haven't used i have Riker, but i haven't used him yet i use them a lot I use I mean, him a lot. I, too. I would think he would probably be pretty useful, but um, yeah, I don't know. He's been my I, go-to for my second armada um, crew. Yeah. And what do you pair him with? I um, do. I have. Go ahead. Like Crusher or something, or. I have Picard, and I'm doing Picard in six right now. Though my six isn't that great. Okay. I'm. I'm doing Riker, Bev, and Six. On my usually on my jelly for doing regular armadas. Have Sometimes, you guys done testing with it and compared it to some of the OG crews? Um, 
thing is, he, yeah, I've done some testing. He's not getting the... I'm not going to last as long because I don't have much... I just have Beverly there to protect my ship. Well, you're just looking at play. comparing your experience, right? So it doesn't, you know... Yeah. Like, you would, you would want to use a different crew, like a main staple crew, like with officers you have max out or something. Well, And then compare was, that, you know, look at the battle log and compare that for you. Usually the only, t the reason I'm using that setup on my jelly is because I'll be using, like, my Stella with five Kirk Spock. You know, um... Occasionally, I'll put Khan on there, but I think six is better than Khan for doing these armadas. Now, five, uh, five Kirk Spock, it really doesn't give you a whole lot of damage. It just makes your ship survive. Yeah, exactly. You're just basically turning it into a tank, which is great and all, but no, and I, I know it, that it it depends. I guess it depends on the armadas you're hitting, but it can hurt. It can hurt the armada as a whole. If too many people are running that, you just get a whole bunch of ships that are just surviving the battle and not killing it. Well, occasionally I'll go and switch it up to do like um, Kirk, Spock, and Chang to um, do some home breathing. You know, I also thought that I had thought that rewards from Armadas were based on how much damage you're doing, but it. Uh, DJ said last night that it's not, that it's actually a sim pretty simple math equation based on the power of your ship compared to everybody else's. I, I do think that it's a combination of if, you're if, you're sh have, if you go in there with the most powerful ship, you're get definitely going to get the most. But at the same time, you are putting in the most damage as well. I don't think it's damage-based. DJ quite flat out said last night, and he's the official... You know, I would I would think he would have the actual inside information, the correct information. He said that he literally said that it's not damage related. I it's, it's I always thought it was damage I've related. Seen in battle reports. It really is about how much power you're showing in the armada. Because I've I've experimented quietly with uh, DPS crews, you know, sustainment crews. I, so if your ship is similar power in both the, armadas, you get the same. Roughly, yes. As as best as I can tell, it's it's well, all about it's, shown power. Then it's not is, damage related, like I thought. Not at all. Not at all. Because my <laughs> when I run DPS crews, they don't give me any better return than what I get if I uh, if I run five KS or if I run some other mitigation based crew. Um, it's it's my power relative to the total power of the armada. Uh, and, the armada and probably team. also based on how long you last, right? I mean, it, even if you win no, the armada, it's it's early in my testing on that. I've only run a couple where I've been focused on okay, what round did I die versus what did I get? Um, yeah, I'm curious if it takes I, I really rewards away if you die early. I, I think that the early I think the early death is it's it's minimal impact. Okay. I mean that would make sense because when somebody's when somebody's running like um, PMG right uh, uh, mm -hmm. Pike Moreau Gala you know they're taking the hit for the team and and cutting the crits. Um, okay. They 
don't seem to get any different amount of loot from the players that I've questioned versus what they would get if they ran either a live as long as I can crew or if they were just running whatever their normal best available was. Um, you know, they, they, they still get a shitty cut if they're a small ship doing it, but, um, it, it doesn't seem to move the needle if they move off of that. Hey, I'm going to do no damage and die in round three crew versus the, the, the crews they can run that will let them last until like nine, 10, 11. That's interesting. Honestly, from my perspective, it's frustrating because I was in the, the same thought process as you were. I thought it was, you know, DPS based there for a while. I thought that it was, um, you know, a, a direct damage to hull comparison. You know, I, I thought a lot of different things and was wrong multiple times as I delved into it. And I mean, I'm sure that I don't have, uh, I'm certain I don't have access to the same level of uh, information that somebody like DJs would have. but. Um, you know, everything that I've seen and try to do on my own absolutely tells me that, yeah, he's he's 100% correct. It's It's got to be just phone power. Whatever power you can stack, as long as you can still kill it, is really the best way to maximize the reward. Well, then people need to really focus on bringing the right crew. Because I used to not get too upset as long as we won when people brought crap-ass crews. But now I just see it as, look, I'm putting my really expensive ship in there and I'm taking more damage because of your shit crew. You know what I mean? And it's pretty messed up. So crew your freaking ships right, people. Definitely. Hexa's only power of the ship matters in armadas. It's power that gets you into the armadas, and it's power that determines your awards. And don't use PMC. There's a a really fine line with armadas where you can play with your crew and try to maximize what your benefit's going to be. But until you hit the right side of that line... You really should play it cautious and, in my opinion, go oftentimes with sustainable crews, crews that will stretch out your duration uh, for the Armada fight. Because at the end of the day, a couple of more percentage points on how much damage you can do or how much penetration you get is not worth an extra round of fire. So you really want to focus on, even though there may be a better crew that was possible. I I still think that the way we all thought back in the day, make sure the Armada wins, but don't take unnecessary risk. You know, don't don't sacrifice necessarily your power share uh, to make absolutely certain you're doing everything you can to ensure you live long enough as possible take a little bit of time and balance it because it's a different it's a different balance for every single player um i would say it's more important to get the thing dead than to just survive through it i mean i get it for people that literally can't afford to repair their ships i could totally understand why they would probably want to run you know spock or five or whatever but um 
I mean, if you can afford it and take some hits for the team, then do it, you know? Yeah, I know. So I'll, if I bring uh, my burning crew, my auger, and then somebody with the same power auger brings 5KS, like they'll take very little damage and I'll die. Like, but at least we got our burning shots off, you know, and then I'll be surprised that the loot that came back was pretty decent. I figured that since I blew up, I'd get nothing. But then I would notice that the loot seemed to be the same as if, you know, I, I ran a survival crew. But now if we all ran survival crews and nobody's obliterator went off in their augers, then, you know, that's a problem, too. It's a matter well, of, of planning out ahead of time because, you know, like a lot of times we'll plan out. I say, you got Gigi on your auger. And you're like, yeah, I always do. Okay, so I'll bring, so I don't have to worry about bringing, burning. I can, I can, you know, survive through the crew, or I can bring, you know, five, five, six, and and Decius or something like that to it, apply more it damage. To, it comes to understanding, you know, and this is something that we and Dead haven't really followed up on yet, but Handy brought up in uh in an earlier podcast here, earlier Fireside, um, making sure that everybody has kind of assigned roles or at least knowing what you can expect from, you know, other people around you. Most of us, um, I'd say myself, Cook, VR, and Yard, definitely. And then there's a number of you guys in the 35 to 37 range striker doc drift you know there's there's tons of guys at different layers that all make sure that they're doing the right thing and like drift said as long as you just pop something up in chat and say hey what are you guys doing who's got burning you know it's all there and you can make sure yeah. you have the ability crews and such man it, it like you just set one person to run um, a burning with penetration or something yeah, it's usually or, or the, a whole breach. Sorry, whole breach. Yeah. Usually, so, the, I mean, higher, the higher powered augers can run the burning crews because they're more likely can can survive on their own, as opposed to somebody's you know tier four, tier five auger. Access to use PMG and a hull breach, and make sure we're coordinating our crews. Yeah, I know. I was supposed to go and list a whole bunch of teams to do, but I just hadn't gone to it. PMG is my go-to for the bigger armadas because I'm the smallest one normally, obviously, at 32. Um, So PMG gives me a chance to get in some of these bigger armadas, yet not just be a hanger-on. I'm actually there helping for something. And I free up crews for the bigger guys to use other crews that's going to do more damage. Yeah, something I have been seeing more activity too is is in our uh, our tw- was it twenty five to twenty nine range players are starting to do some work getting together and running armadas together, yeah, which is really nice to see. Come yeah, so. something on cruise. Hello, hello. Hi. What's going on, buddy? 
hey, nothing. I don't. I don't really have anything to contribute. So I was just listening. <laughs> I saw you talking about Cruz, so I figured you'd want to be part of the conversation. Oh no, uh, Handy was. I think it was Handy. He was talking about crap ass Cruz, and I. Yeah. And I, 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 <laughs> I thought, thought it was, it was funny. crap ass Cruz. <laughs> It's not funny, but anyway. <laughs> no, it's good. No, it's good. At least fifty percent of this room loves dad joke humor. It's fine. Yes, he does. You can you can borrow a few dad jokes <laughs> and a propensity thereof for thereof. Uh, how are the fuck that's poetically stated? Um, or a sign of wisdom and honesty. Danny. And they should always be appreciated deeply. Funny. I will give them that. They are funny. I had to unmute for that. I'm laughing my butt off over here. (laughs) 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 That was like a missed high five. That was awesome. Actually laughing. <laughs> so, what's next? Getting okay, close uh, to wrapping up. Yeah, we are down to yeah. talking about the time management. Ah, uh, yes. Time management on this game is always tough. Before we I do that, can I just make a point where we were talking about um, the Icarus factor. I think we forgot to mention we want to make sure that with these kind of events we're setting everybody up to succeed. So especially in like say the Armada events, if you've cleared your event let some of the other players in. Make sure you're there to support but let the other players make sure they're getting their events done because that's going to help all of us. And then if you're trying for a leaderboard or something like that later on, you can get in, but don't do it at the expense that you're getting greedy with them. And you're going to take out every single armada you're going to call for just to make sure that you're in it so you can get the tokens, you can get the leaderboard, whereas our, maybe some of the little players are suffering because they can't compete. So we use the on my way, you know, shorthand or the X or whatever to call out for an armada. And Emily said something in AC earlier about instead of typing out support or saying on my way, if you're just coming to support, just type an S. To piggyback on what you're saying there, Danny, um, why don't we just go SLB? That lets me know first letter support. So it sticks within what we've been doing so far. And then LB lets me know as an Armada leader that you're chasing leaderboard. You don't need milestone. And in the case of players that still need points, why don't we go SMS? So they know that instead of just a random call out, hey, I'm paying attention, I'm chasing my event, I'm trying to hit my milestones, I'm support, but I'm milestone. That gives us something universal that every one of us can use. 
and nobody has to go into the multi-line chat stuff that slows everything down and confuses the callouts in the first place. So at point, we could try luck. I like that idea. I actually just used it. <laughs> <laughs> and we got to make sure that we're also letting the, our moderators know who's a, our moderator we're calling out for. Because during these events, it gets kind of crazy. And we don't want to spread ourselves too thin where somebody's got like, 10 people and the other person has one. Yes, please. Pay attention. Be willing to be flexible. You know, we're all there to help each other. Exactamundo. Well, I wish I could compete in leaderboards. Be awesome. <laughs> that, that was my, my little add-on rant, but y'all were heading towards time management. I just wanted to make sure we got that in. No, that's great. Actually, I like that SLB SMS thing. That's a great idea. I don't know what you other admirals think of that ad idea. <laughs> Thank you, Danny. I was DC'd for a while, and I, I think I missed all the Icarus stuff. So Thank you for bringing that up while I was still on here. Um, yeah, for the people that weren't here, by the way, we were talking earlier about the experience bonus with the um, Exocomp. Just to recap a little bit, um, that seems to be the, the best of the exocomps that we've figured out so far. Still waiting on the faction booster one for Handy. Yeah, well, I guess we'll, we'll see. Wish, wish in one hand, right? Yeah, if wishes were horses, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it, you know. Funny enough, it's, we're at 90 minutes, so. Oh, is that what you're talking about with time management? <laughs> that's, my, that's my point, time management. But I oh, just mine. wrote that down because somebody wanted to, to talk about something to do with m various mining events. Yes, yes, that's right. Thank you. Um, Tiger, do you want to start with this one? Okay, I guess I'll start with mining that. events. My, yeah. Mining events. Well, mining in general, time management, oh. how to get everything done that needs to be done. Sorry, um, it's I don't know. For me, I've always played by a really specific pattern, and I've had a plan since I was like level twenty or something like that. And I don't expect everybody to do that, but what I found is that I just played to the rhythm that I could invest in the game. You know, if I could play for two or three hours a day, here's what I can do to make sure that all of my docs are working for me as best they can. Doesn't mean that I necessarily maximize what that doc is doing, i.e. do I have the very best combination of miners on my two docs that are mining right now? No. Do I have the best combination of protected cargo that I can use to make sure that I can ignore those miners for as long as possible and still get what I need them to do done? Yeah. Um, so it's a different spot for every, every person that plays the game and every different amount of time and money that you want to invest in this. Um, but I always try to tell people, like, figure out what works for your real life schedule 
map out what time that is that you want to invest in the game and stick to it. And then if what you can do is play for two hours a day, like reasonably, then map your play style around that so that all of your docs are working to make sure that every one of your dailies are clear. You're able to compete in events at least enough to score. You know, you don't have to try and rock top five all the time because believe me, as you progress through the game, you just don't get to. So don't worry about trying to hit one, two, three and getting discouraged because you can't. See what you can do to get inside the scoring. See what you can do to make sure you clear all your milestones, everything that comes up as much as you can with whatever time you've got. If you can't hit all of those markers and I understand, man, there's like so much content added every month that shit. Um, but just see if you can find the important stuff and knock out what is best for you at that point in your in your game. Um, but do everything you can to make sure that all your docs are working towards your dailies as early as possible in the time you pick up the app. That's your best way to make sure that you can actually catch up and, and progress and hit the milestones you want to hit. Just try to find whatever your personal this is how I got to do it is and don't have those idle docs and wasted time and shit like that because there's there's too much to do that you need to do. And if you don't know how to do that, just ask for help. Yep. Exactly. You know, like an example, I like nobody has to do it this way, but like when I start my dailies, I'll send a ship out to each kind of material I need and I start mining them all at the same time and then I'll use my fourth dock like if it's Swarm Sunday I like to double up Swarm Sunday with running my Swarm dailies just because it's good time management and I do that while I am have all the rest of the three docks mining now not everyone's got four docks or five or six docks like Andy, Andy does but um so just just like Tiger's saying, just you know, maximize what you got, and that that's just how I do it. I've got all three mining at the same time, and then I do I'll all just, my mining at night. Yeah, yeah, that's a good plan too. Yeah. There's more nodes available. Mm-hmm. I don't have to worry about it. I stick it on a node that will complete my daily. My ship's blown up in the morning, but who cares? Yeah. It's done. It's three less. Or six loss events that I have to do. And if you're if you're doing your dailies every day, you've accrued enough speed ups easily without even thinking about it that the loss of that miner when somebody hits it on zero is nothing. Nothing. Yeah. I am piss poor as a 39 in repair speed ups, and I have about 4K in 30 minutes. Okay. I have like, 15K like, 30 minutes. I have like the lowest 30 minute repair speed up total with anybody over 35 in this alliance i hope i think well how many do you i i have like 37k right now and that's because i have like deliberately avoided pvp for at least a month yeah i did the same to get myself up to 5,000 because i was down to zero (laughs) (laughs) too too many battles i was losing to omen (laughs) 
talking four or five months ago about how we'd never run out. And then I was like, I hit zero and I didn't want to say anything. (laughs) (laughs) So when I was complaining about how I was at zero and using like five minute, 10 minute, 15 minute speed ups just to barely get by or having to use Latin to get by. Now see, because I was, I was foolish and went single faction in my twenties. I was running out speed ups all the time. I think that's why you really want to have dual faction when you're coming up in your 20s. Dual I faction for get triple locked as soon as possible. Yeah. When you start getting into your 30s, you really got to just focus on that triple lock. And then you just like like David just talking about, you get you're going to have tens of thousands of speed ups at that point. I locked double. I think 28. And then I jumped to 29, and I locked triple in, like, three weeks, I think. Was it three weeks, babe? Do you remember? I think it was, like, three weeks. You were doing really fast. Yeah, Yeah, because I was, before I hit 30, I was was triple. Yeah. You know what a lot of people do, too, um, which is actually extremely smart, and you can either... Here's how you should do it. When you're a lower level, when you're doing the missions, and if you know you're only working on one faction or two factions, only do the missions for those factions and archive. So if you're yep. not doing Klingon, archive all the Klingons. Yep. And yep. literally, if you do all your missions, it'll take you, you know, it'll take you most of the way there. Yeah, it'll almost get you to the positive. Yeah. It me right up until I had ships that I couldn't... Um, I couldn't beat them, and I was double teaming some of them just to get it done. Yeah, I, I went for I did uh, went from what negative two million to positive two million in like three days with the Romulans or two days. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, but I've I've seen people, and then when you finally get it locked, and you're working on your, uh, you know, you're working on above your uh, ten million rep uh do the same thing with missions just don't do the missions all the important ones like you know where you have to do this and that to unlock deep space or whatever all those are independent missions they're not they're not faction missions so you can pretty much just put all your faction missions aside and wait for your till when you're working on that rep because when you got when you're triple locked at 10 mil I mean, it can't go any lower than that. So you might as well save your missions from for when you actually want to boost that rep up. You know, don't do them before for the resources or whatever. It's it's not about the resources; it's about the rep they give you. That's what the missions are for. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice that how that boosts you up so fast. I finally finished that mine two hundred fifty thousand dilithium mission yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just I still haven't done any of those and I never well, will. We just we just got that uh, dilithium system yesterday and I was like, yeah, fuck it, I'll go and sit a couple miners on there and do a few rounds. Finished it up. Yeah, I don't think I've done any Did of those. Did you get your 100, 100 fed credits or whatever? Actually, it gave me 1 million parse steel. Apparently it was a um a neutral mission that I just didn't pay attention. I just knew I had it. Oh yeah, pound for pound, worth it. With every hour you spent. 
Hey, an active I, doc is a productive doc. <laughs> exactly. I think of like a million nodes of like million Dilithium nodes or something. You know, you so could, you could sit on there for a couple higher, weeks. Higher up. Hey, do you guys leave your disco on a dock all the time? Most yes. of the time, but not lately. Yeah, I pretty, much, five pretty much leave my discovery on one of the docks at all times. Dock B is normally, when there's not an Armada event going on, Dock B is for my disco. When there's an Armada event going on, I use that spot so that I can be have two ships going for Armadas. Yesterday I had three ships going for Armadas. That was crazy. Nice. Yeah, I was running three today. I use, uh, I use Dock 3 for my disco as well. It almost never moves from that spot. See, That's I do either disco left, left, or left side warships, right side miners. Yeah, uh, my right slot uh, is definitely the miners, D and E. And then... Um, C is a random one of it'll swap between uh, secondary hostile or um, armada PvP whatever. Primary uh, Doc A is my primary hostile hunter or PvP whatever I need for an event, and then uh, B tends to be the disco unless there's an armada event going on. See, I'm A and and D is my main warships. And then my miners are in the middle. B uh, and C. My best miner is always B. And then C is my secondary, and C is what swaps with my disco usually. But Saladin and Varel are in the first and last spot. I leave my disco on F. Um, warships are A and B. And then C, D, and E are miners typically. I'll pin a rose on your nose with all your decks. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's that's beautiful because if I I'm, had a dock F, I would love to put my disco there because that means fuck it, disco, boom. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it you is, wanna helpful. You wanna I walk us, to walk us out, Cook? Besides me. You wanna close us out so I have sure. a point for uh editing? Yeah. Uh thank you everyone. For another awesome week talking to you all. And uh, hope to see you next week. Thank you, Handy, Sidious, uh, Tiger, Danny, Drift. Uh, thanks for coming on the show earlier, Como, from Bold. And, you know, this is a great show. Thank you very much, everyone. Until next time. <laughs>